I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, spoken word on NFT. Of course, we're going to talk about Elon Musk, and we talk about the bloodbath that are today's prices. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, May 13th, 2021. I'm trying to debate. Do I want to talk about Elon Musk now or later? This is always one of those touchy subjects. Every time I talk about energy consumption in Bitcoin, we always get emails. We always get some kind of back and forth. And I wanted to say before we even talk about Elon Musk, which I'm going to do later in the show, I'm going to invite you. Anybody who wants to come on and talk about the energy consumption of bitcoin the carbon footprint the way that is mined anything send me an email matthew aaron at decrypt.co and i will invite you to have a roundtable discussion or debate about bitcoin's energy but now let's get into those crypto prices here comes the money here we go money talk and i'm recording this at 11:22 eastern standard time bitcoin is in at fifty thousand one hundred and sixty one dollars down 10 percent in 24 in ethereum $3,820, down 10.3% in 24. Binance Coin, $603, down 8.3% in 24. Cardano is at the number four spot. Oh, where'd you come from? Up 10.5% at $1.90? Okay, and Tether is number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have Doge, XRP, Polkadot, Internet Computer, and Bitcoin Cash. Litecoin, number 11. Total market cap, we have $2.26 trillion. Now I want everybody to keep this in perspective. We're well over $2 trillion. In our last pullback about a month ago, we went under $2 trillion. So this is really good. We're doing well. Our BTC dominance is 41.6%. Moving into our main story today, we're talking spoken word on NFT which is super interesting. So here's the concept. Spoken word, poetry, lyrics on NFT. You can buy the master tracks of the NFT. And this is for good causes. This is for social justice and social movements. And I just love when people utilize new technology, innovation, blockchain, cryptocurrency for, like, one, being innovative with it. And two, to try to do good in the world. Makes me happy. And so I'm going to welcome on David Bianchi and Chris Wood to talk about their project. Oh, by the way, this is their project playing in the background. David Bianchi, Chris Wood, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Happy oh, to be here. Excellent. David, real quick, tell me who you are, my friend. Uh, my name is David Bianchi, widely known as an actor, independent filmmaker, and also a poet and the creator of an art form called Spinema, spinning cinema through spoken word. Love it. Chris, talk to me. Matthew, I'm a poet and an actor. Uh, I've also had years of experience working in the nonprofit sector as an educator and a founder. And so we're here today because of NFT, spoken word films. We're talking about awards, four magazines, five ETH. I need to know, first of all, frame this for us. David, hit me up. What's going on? 
So basically, um, uh, I've been producing spoken word films for the better of 16 years, this art form that I called Spinema, which is basically taking spoken word and all the languages of cinema and creating uh, socially conscious spoken word films. So uh, around top of April, I minted the world's ever first award-winning spoken word film as an NFT called I Can't Breathe. That project was written in the shadow of the death of Mr. George Floyd. It went on to auction for successfully for five Ethereum, and it was picked up by Metapurse, the same organization that owns the $69 million Beeple. Um, that project... Uh, ended up selling for five Ethereum and we're giving 100% of all those contributions to the George Floyd Memorial Foundation and also establishing a digital wallet with the George Floyd Memorial Foundation above and beyond that. Uh, Forbes just did an interview with me to talk about this work and using NFTs for socially conscious work. And so it's historic in that Forbes is talking about spoken word films, historic in that it's happening in the blockchain and historic that I'm having a conversation with you, my bro. David, how much is five ETH today? Right now, five ETH is about 21,000 U.S. fiat dollars. And that went to the George Floyd Foundation. Correct. Correct. So 100% of those of, of those Ethereums are going to the George Floyd Memorial Foundation. I'm working closely with them to establish a digital wallet because it's not just about the crypto. It's about educating Black communities about the values of cryptocurrency and the values of Bitcoin, and the values of the blockchain. Because for me, it isn't about just giving away money. It's about expanding a network so that we can get you know underprivileged communities to the table as it relates to cryptocurrency. Chris, t- t- tell me about this evolution of NFT, spoken word, video, and everything else. You know, It's just an interesting... I've been looking at NFTs in the space for quite some time now. And look, I haven't seen anything like this. I've seen movies funded. I've seen, you know, art, of course, uh, but this is something totally different. Tell me about that evolution, how you guys decided to do this. Well, yeah, I think it's funny because I had kind of joked around with you in DMs about uh, cynicism that you might have towards NFTs. And I think we all kind of have uh, a cynicism towards uh, celebrities jumping in and trying to make a quick payday. For me, I've worked in nonprofits for over 10 years. I taught poetry music to juveniles in the probation system in L.A., uh, in the past couple of years, I've worked with a nonprofit called Palms Up Academy, community outreach, stop Asian hate movements, things like that. So for me, what David did with I Can't Breathe, his ability to put out a piece of conscious art and then raise money for a nonprofit is huge. Uh, I think the future of NFTs and the community, they love to give back. Part of it is giving back. And I think we can fund community organizations in a very powerful way that supports uh you know, smaller orgs that wouldn't otherwise get grants and things like that. So that's where we're concentrating right now. Uh, we want to partner with good organizations and nonprofits that really could use some money and some awareness. So I think that even brings us up to our next piece that we're dropping on Friday, where we're going to be raising money for New Earth Nonprofit Organization, which is a, an organization I've worked with for years. Awesome, man. We'll go into, right into that. Tell me about that second piece that you guys are dropping on Friday. Yeah. So the next piece is called You Can't Hear Me. And it's a project that uh, <clears throat> that I produced for my production company, uh, directed by Emmy nominee Christopher Falkins, but also starring uh, legendary actor and Grammy winning poet Malcolm Jamal Warner, who's been a colleague of mine for many, many years. And this is an injustice. Wait, wait, Co- Cosby show, Malcolm Jamal? Correct, my brother. Correct, All right. Correct. Correct. So this is this is an this is an injustice piece. So we're talking about overpopulated prisons. We're talking about Latino struggles. We're talking about the fear of being black in America, xenophobia. So this is a powerful cinematic tour of force. It's been critically acclaimed and is now minted currently on ephemera as a one of one we're also dropping fractional assets i'm gonna have the links in the show notes everybody who if you want to check it out and just so you know no it's currently minted on ephemera the entire film can be watched in its entirety because the great thing about ephemera is it allows for a 250 megabyte upload on the mint so the entire film is there for collectors and buyers to see the fractional assets will drop on friday we're gonna have big clubhouse drop parties and all that kind of stuff 
So this is my thing, and my skepticism as Chris and I went back and forth on DMs with uh, uh, NFT is is that people are just taking screenshots and minting NFTs, taking uh, photos of photos and minting NFTs, but you said one of one. What does the individual get when they buy this one of one? Good question. Well, um, so basically what you're getting with the one of one is you are getting the entire film from frame one to the last frame in its entirety, the only non-fungible token of that particular film that exists in the entire ethos. So what I'm also doing within that is also creating stills that are 3D animated and 3D activated with spoken word beneath them as fractional assets so that community collectors could also have a participation in this movement because not everybody's a whale, you know? And so um, God willing, you know, this actually is a, a more successful drop than our last one. And we're gonna give a bunch of money to the New Earth Foundation. Our goal is to give a quarter million dollars to nonprofits by the end of this calendar year through our work in Spinema and, and, and in the NFT space. Chris, who is the New Earth Foundation? Uh, the New Earth Foundation was founded uh, almost 20 years ago in Los Angeles, California. I was actually a founding member of it. It stemmed out of a uh, open mic in LA and Hollywood. And then from that, uh, some people who wanted to give back, we just started doing uh, poetry programs in detention centers, in group homes, after school programs, things like that. And in the nonprofit world, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about it is because we had to start from nothing. So we had to fundraise, you know, get grants, get contracts, and it was a constant process. You know, it's a lot of these nonprofits out there are one year away from failing. You know what I mean? And then the programs go away forever. So New Earth's been around. They've been doing really good work in the community. They have a, a community food program. They have work that they do with poetry and juvenile prisons. They also uh, have a continuation school. So, uh, yeah, check them out, New Earth Life on Instagram, Twitter. And, and also there's something to be mentioned about Harry Grammer, the founder of that organization. He was nominated as a, as a CNN hero. Um, and he's also a Barack Obama fellow. He was selected of tens of thousands of people, I think one of 25, to work directly with uh, right. Barack and Michelle Obama. See, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. I love when people, you know, put their heads together, put their passions into uh, blockchain cryptocurrency and actually use blockchain in cryptocurrency and the, and the tools that it gives us in new and new ways to help change the society, help just do things differently. And that's what I think blockchain technology is for. Last question. You buy this NFT. It's one of one. It's yours. You know, when it comes to like the NBA um, top shots, you can't do much with it. You own your top shots, but you can't you don't really own it. You can't make a movie out of it. You can't, you know, put it up there. You can't, you know, make it your own background. It's kind of like restrictive of what you can do with that NFT. If I buy this for this one of one, can I put it in my movie? Can I sell it? Can I merch it? Can I, what can I do with it? And what is, is it restricted? Sure. That's a really good question. So if you buy this one of one, um, we are going to airdrop you the native 2K file. So you'll be, you'll be able to play it back on any native screen that you have. Um, like I said, there's also going to be fractional assets that are going to be associated with that. If you choose to resell it, you're more than welcome to, because we have to look at NFT sort of like stocks. You buy Tesla at 600 because you know it's going to go to 800. So you're not just investing in the film, you're investing in the artist because you believe that I will have, and Chris's work will have intrinsic value and we will grow over time. So we also, that's why we're only releasing 12 fractional assets because because we want to respect guys like you and respect our collectors. Because if you're investing in the art and you're investing in the social movement, we're also investing in your wallets and we're also investing in your community. It didn't answer my question though. <laughs> I can resell it, but can I merch it? Can I use it in my videos? Can I put put it in my my uh, music videos? Can I make a can I make a profit off of what you already sold me? No, you cannot. So you can you can resell the NFT. 
But just because you own the NFT doesn't give you ownership of the intellectual property. It doesn't give you ownership of the copyright. So take, for example, like you can own a Picasso, but if you hang it on the wall and I shoot a movie and I shoot a scene and I cover that Picasso, I need rights to that painting, even though you are the owner of it, right? And so even right now, it's very nebulous in terms of where we are with legalities and copyright infringement, et cetera, et cetera. But as it relates to the NFT, you will be the owner of the non-fungible token, not necessarily intellectual property of the film. Now, I love perpetuation. I love piracy. When things get pirated, my shit gets seen. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, but as it relates to the collector, you know, you are the owner of that non-fungible token. And I mean, you can definitely get some bragging rights. That's for sure. David Bianchi, uh, Chris Woods, thank you very much for coming on and talking about the project and good luck to both of you. Thank Thanks you so much. Thanks. I open my mouth and I scream, you can't hear me. Fight for justice, can't trust this, my heart, I stand bleeding. You cut out my tongue and I swear you can't hear me. Moving into today's headlines. Tether, the stablecoin USDT, reveals for the first time since 2014 the breakdown of what's backing it. As you guys all know, the Tether FUD is just unstoppable. It's backed by nothing. It's money laundering. It's all this other stuff. And finally, they put out that, hey, this is what's backing the cryptocurrency or stablecoin. 75% is cash or equivalents. 12.5% is secured loans. 10% is corporate bonds, funds, and precious metals. And 2.6% are other investments, including digital tokens. So sooner or later, I'm going to find somebody or somebody's going to come on and do a deep dive for what this all means. But it's really good that they're being more transparent so that this FUD can dissipate. Please just stop with the Tether FUD. If Coinbase, a publicly traded company, is, is going to start taking USDT and listing it and using it, then I think that we're almost in a safe space here. Maybe not yet. I'm going to knock on wood with that. But this is a good start. Our boys over at CypherTrace say that $156 million was stolen in DeFi hacks. When? Last year? No. This year. So far this year. And that doesn't even include the $83.4 million through fraud. Well, that seems to be around eh, half of all of the crypto stolen between January and April. Because all the crypto stolen between January and April equates to $432 million. And so fraud smart contract failures and rug pulls scam coins people are losing money so please be safe use reputable exchanges trade in the tokens that are established long terms if you're going to use a protocol use one that has good smart contracts that you guys know is just working properly i mean it does take some dyor just just imagine that you know something could happen that there could be a rug pull that there could be bad smart contracts that there could be uh scams or i have no clue i don't know what could happen i'm not going to say any other you know uh, just just be careful that's what i'm saying be careful investment bank cohen jumps into crypto custody says it plans to hold cryptocurrency for its institutional clients it's another sign that wall street is beginning to look more closely at crypto and finally, as we all know by now, Elon Musk and Tesla decided to not take cryptocurrency for payment for their Teslas anymore. It's not a big deal. They said that they're still hodling Bitcoin. They bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. They sold around $270 million worth because they wanted to show bigger profits in their Q1. So they're like, hey, we're going to profit with Bitcoin. Let's sell some Bitcoin, which is totally cool, by the way. But they're still hodling. They're just not taking it for payments. And they're saying it's for environmental reasons. Here's my two cents. Elon's just getting a lot of flack from shareholders, board members, and public perception. You know, he has green energy kind of projects, you know, EVs and 
solar panels and you know he's trying to make companies that work into a green economy green manufacturing green you know just a green carbon neutral or carbon reducing future and bitcoin just has a bad rap and personally what i feel here is that elon he really doesn't care either way i think that he's just doing this because of public perception and he's not getting like a huge influx of bitcoin to buy his cars we said this at the start of him accepting bitcoin that nobody's gonna buy with bitcoin he probably sold 10 cars maybe 100 cars with bitcoin that's <laughs> nobody's buying with bitcoin and so he's looking at that going okay a couple people bought with bitcoin is it really worth it to accept bitcoin for the bad public perception that we have because of accepting bitcoin and he's like nah the risk to reward is not worth it so just stop taking bitcoin i'm still gonna hodl but it's just not worth the conversation that's my thoughts what are your thoughts Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. DeemerforCongress.com, D-I-E-M-E-R for Congress.com. Support the campaign. And until tomorrow, ooh, I have a good one for you tomorrow. Gary V. 30-minute conversation. Can't wait to share it with you. Until then, happy hodling.